Welcome to TH Glee, the show where we get high and watch Glee. I'm Courtney, and I've never seen all of Glee. And I'm Elise, and Glee was my entire personality back in the day. I know for the listeners, we are both consuming weed legally and are allowed to have it, so if it is not legal in your area or you are not of legal age to consume it, please don't. And yes, we will be trashing Will Schuster in every episode. Please enjoy this, and hi us, take it away. Won't you take me to Funky <laughs> I'm surprised they didn't do that song. That's just she said Funky Town at one point. Yeah, but they didn't sing it. I know. We did it better. They should have done that instead of the Good Vibrations song. Good Vibrations. So season one, episode 21. Funk. Funk. You gotta funk it up. So, it's just saying, don't funk with my heart. <laughs> Ella funk. <laughs> um, this episode. I kind of checked out for most of it. I'll be real. I'm very focused on ordering food. I was too. I was very focused on my French toast that I received. It was very good. So, this episode is weird because. It starts with everyone going into the auditorium and vocal adrenaline is there. Mm-hmm. And Jesse's like, yeah, that's right. I transferred back to vocal adrenaline. So fuck you, Rachel. We're no longer dating. Even though two episodes we made up. Um, <laughs> even the last thing everyone saw was us being made up. <laughs> yeah. And we were like, fine again. And now we're going to perform Another One Bites the Dust for you. And then they do. And it puts everyone in a depressed depression funk. And then Will also signs his divorce papers with Terry. So they're also in a depression funk. And then um, the glee room gets teepeed by the, new, by the vocal adrenaline kids. And so they all are like depressed. And they're trying to figure out what to do for revenge. And fucking, fucking? Nope. Pin and pin and fuck. Pin and fuck. <laughs> Finn and Buck slash the tires on their Range Rovers. Like everyone in Vocal Adrenaline just has a free Range Rover for some reason. Sure. And so they have to get a job at Sheets and Things to pay for it. They sing Loser by Beck. This mm-hmm. is not a fun song. Quinn also wants to prove that she is more than just a white girl. So she's going to sing a funk song. But she does it with all of the other pregnant girls in school, and it's weird. That's so Uh, weird. Meanwhile, so that's the assignment for the week is Mr. Shu was like, find a funk song. Because Sandy told Mr. Shu that that vocal adrenaline has never been able to pull off a funk song. And that is Mm -hmm. their weakness. And so... They're all doing that. Meanwhile, Mr. Shu is riding high on his, like, 
latest revelation about Funk that he also wants to get rid of Sue because Sue is trying to put a trophy case in the choir room. And so he seduces her. And I... It's so stupid. I, like, wanted to vomit. It was just... (laughs) It was so uncomfortable. Sue Sylvester can do way better. And then, like, he asks her on a date and then just rudely stands her up to prove a point. Yeah. Which is shit. And then she, like, is depressed and is just in bed and Will has to go give her a pep talk to get her to get out of bed because the Cheerios are lost without cheerleading. There's just, like, a shot of all of them wandering around the school like fucking zombies. Mm -hmm. And then... Somewhere around there, Mercedes asks Quinn to move in with her. I don't remember why. It just kind of comes up. And then Jesse and Vocal Adrenaline egg Rachel. It was very rude. Very uncalled for. Finn and Puck and Mercedes sing um, that Marky Bark and... Marky... Marky Bark. Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch song with Mercedes. Um... Oh, Mercedes asked her to move in because Quinn sang the song, and then Quinn had a revelation that maybe racism existed. Um. Oh yeah, it's it's not good. I think I think the end result is sweet. However, it's not good. No, no. And the cheerleaders win nationals, and Sue puts the tro- trophy in Will's apartment because apparently everyone just knows where he lives. And then, no one talks about the fact that Kurt Hummel is a national title holder in cheerleading. Yeah, he sang a 15-minute Celine Dion song for in the, French. Like, why? Why isn't that a bigger deal later on when he's like putting out his resume? Like, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, 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 and I don't remember what happens after that. <laughs> All of the, well, the New Direction guys slash the tires of the Vocal Adrenaline guys. Yeah, I said that. And then they all throw eggs at Rachel. Yeah. And they all want more revenge. Oh, and then they all sing a funk funk song in front of Vocal Adrenaline. They sing Give Up the Funk. Give Up Funk. That one. And Mm -hmm. Vocal Adrenaline. And then Vocal Adrenaline is, like, visibly shaken. And I'm just wondering why... And maybe the reason they haven't done funk is because nobody's done funk since 1979. <laughs> but then they don't even end up doing funk at regionals. No, they did Bohemian Rhapsody. Well, nobody does funk at regionals. Why would you? That's what I'm saying. It doesn't make any sense. Why is everyone upset about not knowing how to do funk and laying down? <laughs> so... So yeah, that was funk. <laughs> Not as fun as the Lady Gaga episode, for sure. No, it... Nothing happened. It was a sleeper episode, for sure. Nothing happened. It was just like, we gotta do one more episode before fucking regionals. And this is what they did. Yeah, I mean, the things that are important is Rachel and Jesse are no longer together, and Jesse's back with vocal adrenaline. Which, like, duh. Because of reasons. Plot. Plot and Mercedes reason. are even better friends. Yes. And that's, like, 
it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess Will's divorce is finalized. Finally. Oh, is this when we learn Emma's dating John Stamos? No, that's that's in the next episode. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I was gonna get the two episodes confused. Yeah, what we did for this one was my food was supposed to arrive right as we were supposed to re- start recording our recap of Funk, and I was like, "Can we just start the next episode while I eat?" Oh, so we are now over halfway done with the finale, but we're just now coming back to talk about Funk. <laughs> and I was like, "Don't be mad when I confuse what happens in the episodes." It's fine. I don't think anyone's gonna clock any of it because nobody watches the episode Funk when they rewatch Glee. Do you not like this episode? It's fine. What were the, the songs? songs? Aren't very good. No, the songs are not good. They do loser. They do. Oh yeah, Puck and Finn start working at Sheets and Things. Howard Bamboo is hanging out. Yeah. Um, Terry gets a weird crush on Finn. It's very sad. I don't um, think it goes anywhere though. No, I don't think so. I don't remember her existing past season one. She definitely shows up once in a while. Okay. But for like no consequences. Yeah, so Loser, another one by the Dust. Uh Man's World. Give up the funk. Good vibration. I think that's it. Oh, Mr. Shoesings tell me something good. I don't remember that at all. It's when he's dancing for Sue. Oh oh, I blacked that out of my memory. (laughs) That scene started. No one had said anything yet, and I just say to Courtney, you're going to hate this. (laughs) Sure enough, a minute later, she's just like, wow, I hate this. Yeah, it truly was one of those, like, I was just stunned watching it. Like, I could not believe what I was looking at. It's pretty upsetting. Like, I was just flabbergasted. I think the reason why this one didn't work is because it had no focus. Yeah. Yeah. Like... Like, none of the character stuff was interesting, and there was also hardly any character stuff. It was more like, we have a problem, and a music assignment, and we're just gonna throw things at the wall and see what sticks, and it turns out only, like, two things stuck for the going into the next episode. Yeah, and, like, I don't know, the whole episode, you just kind of feel bad for Rachel, because she's, like... She just yeah, went it's, a, it's a rough mom. week for Rachel, that's for sure. Yeah, she just went through this with her fucking mom, who isn't her mom, or is her, whatever. And now she's going through it with her kind of boyfriend, who I guess is firmly her ex now. Like, Yeah, and then he throws, he like cracks an egg on her head. And they specifically chose to throw eggs at her because they knew that she was vegetarian and that she would feel really guilty about all of the egg fetuses on her. Yeah, Which is really fucked up. It's like doubly fucked up. And it's like using a detail that Jesse learned about her against her, which is really hurtful. I'm glad that nobody in the Glee Club was like mean to Rachel and like blamed her for like them losing or anything. If they yeah. didn't. Because like she she really liked him. And he said that he really liked her. Also None of the stuff that tram- transpires at regional has anything to do with the Rachel and Jesse of it all. Yeah. Absolutely fuck all. They don't get their set list stolen. 
They don't get their choreography stolen. They, the only thing that is like against them is for starters, vocal adrenaline is objectively better at dancing than them. And, uh, and Sue is going to be one of the judges that has nothing to do with any of the stuff that's been set up over the past six episodes. (laughs) No, because the only reason he was even in new directions was because Adina Menzel just wanted Rachel to know that she was her mom. And then she said, "Never mind." To Rachel. Yeah. (laughs) And it's like, okay, so all of this Jesse's shit was just fucking useless. They just wanted what Jonathan Groff to hang out for a minute. Like, um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Jonathan Groff could have been Darren Chris before Darren Chris. Well, except that that nobody liked him as much as they liked Darren Chris. Well, but Darren Chris was virtually unknown when he was cast on Glee. I knew who he was. A small group of people knew who he was, but to the general public, he was incredibly an unknown. Yeah. Like, well, was Jonathan Groff very known? Besides just like Spring Awakening? That is a good question. I think I feel I like think if, if you knew who Leo Michelle was, you probably knew who Jonathan Groff was. Yeah. I mean, the reason he's in the show is because they were in Spring Awakening together. And they're real life best friends. Yeah. But I'm saying, I feel like not as many people would have cared about Jonathan Groff until Hamilton or something. You know? Yeah, this was, like, before he was in, like, movies and other Ryan Murphy projects. Yeah. But also, um, my point simply being, you said he could have been Darren Chris, but people like Darren Chris more. It's like, well, (laughs) not really. (laughs) Also, they were playing very different roles. (laughs) Yeah. Kurt needed a love interest. Yeah. I have more to say on that in the season two premiere, which we will eventually get to. So soon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. This episode, like, I feel like we had so much to say about Lady Gaga and nothing to say about Funk. Lady Gaga! <laughs> Lady Gaga. Uh, no, there's not much to say about Funk. What was your favorite song? <sighs> um... Probably we got the funk. I don't know. It was fine. Mine's probably another one bites the dust. That was good too. Um, not anything Mr. Shoe did, because that was illegal. Yeah. Um that should that should be illegal. Mr. Shoe is illegal. <laughs> As a person. You know those signs that are like, we believe no human being is illegal. It's like except Mr. Shoe. Except for Mr. Shoe, because he is um, banned in every country and Mars. <laughs> you cannot He's hide a fugitive. Matthew. You cannot hide Matthew Morrison. <laughs> um, it is funny to me that like Mr. Shu and Matthew Morrison are basically the same person now because I feel like they are. <laughs> they have similar energies. Yeah, I feel like Matthew Morrison is not a good guy. I don't know. He got Justin Timberlake energy. Oh, massive, massive Justin Timberlake energy. Did you know that Matthew Morrison put out an album of Disney covers? No, I did not know this. And now I do. And now I can't unknow it. (laughs) I want to look it up on iTunes. What song? uh, To see the track listing. Please, please read to me the track list of Matthew Morrison's Disney cover album. I want that as an audiobook. Wow, he has several albums um and i know at least one of these he put out 
during season two of Glee because in the season two finale, he sings one of the songs from his album. It's it so is. cringe. Ew. The album is called Disney Dreamin' with Matthew Morrison. He put it out March 6th, 2020, so perfect timing. Oh my god. He's <laughs> the reason the world ended. He cursed us. He's one of the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Okay, are you ready to hear the track list? Yes. Read track one, me. Friend Like Me. Okay. Track two, Go the Distance. Okay. Track three, You've Got a Friend in Me. Oh, okay. Track four, A Whole New World, featuring Shoshana Bean. All right. Score. Track five, When I See an Elephant Fly. Dumbo? <laughs> Track six, The Second Start of the Right. Okay, everyone does that one, yeah. Do they? I think they do When You Wish Upon a Star. Oh, Disney Radio Disney had like a kid's bop version of that song that i listen to all the time of when you wish upon a star no of the second star of the right okay um seven is a dream is a wish your heart makes eight is yeah. you'll be in my heart uh That's nine awesome. is when you when you wish upon a star there it and is. then uh 10 is actually a mashup of zippity doodah and the bare necessities no problematic problematic at best Zippity this was also put out by Walt Disney Records. Like they like they signed him up to do this. They, they allowed Rocky Morrison to do Zippity Doodah, a song nobody should be fucking doing anymore. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, I I play this game on my phone called Song Pop, where you like compete against people to like guess songs fast. And uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I have the Miley Cyrus playlist that I'm working on right now. And every mm-hmm. once in a while, it will throw in her, like, uh, Disney Mania cover of Zippity Doodah. <laughs> and it sounds so out of place. No, Miley, why? <laughs> That's so random. Matthew Morrison. When was The Grinch? Was that re- That was last that year. That was pretty recently, I think. That was, like, too recently for my brain to even comprehend. Like... I just want you to see the album cover of this. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it's only 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> why, why Why is he trying to be Michael Buble? That's exactly what he's trying to do. He's he, like, goes be- full Buble in season two. Oh, my God. He's, like, full Timberlake sometimes. He? Courtney? Full Buble. Courtney, he sings at the wedding of Kurt's dad and Finn's mom. I have to go. Does he sing the song song? No, he sings Sway. No. When they're in the river sounds you play. That song? Yep, that one. For what context? Not when she's walking down the aisle. No, like when they're dancing. No. But, like... Everyone sings at this wedding. Although, Mr. Shu should not have been invited. Why was he invited? Do they even like him? Do they even know him? I guess it is Finn's best friend. <laughs> Soon to be best friend. But Finn's not getting married. Yeah, but his mom is. So, you don't just invite other people's best friends to maybe, your wedding. Maybe he was Finn's plus one. I'm pretty sure Rachel was Finn's plus one. That's beside the point. <laughs> it's 
we can get really in depth with this when we get to that episode, which is not that far away now. Oh my gosh. They're moving fast, those two. They better slow down. Mm-hmm. Does that mean Finn still... What's the Kurt Finn living situation now? <laughs> do we know? I don't think we do. Okay. I know it comes up again later, but... Well, because last we left off, they were sharing a room and Finn was kicked out. I think they end up buying a bigger house. That would make sense. Because Kurt's room, as it is in season one, is very different from what Kurt's room is in season two. His room in season two is like a normal bedroom. (laughs) Yeah, because I would also... And we see it a lot, because of Blaine. (laughs) It is also unfair to make Finn move in with them. Yeah. And not give him his own room after he's been an only child his entire life. Like, that's fucked up. I guess. Especially with someone who very clearly has a crush on him. Like I think on. that's the point Finn was trying to make when he was talking back to Bert. Yeah. Uh, but. It's not that he doesn't. That doesn't make it an excuse. No. But, like. Am I, play, am I playing devil's advocate right now for Finn? Fuck. <laughs> it's a dark day. It's a dark day. I'm just saying that I don't blame Finn for for not for being mad about the house for being mad about moving when he can clearly see that this boy who is gay loves him and he knows that he that is not something that he wants and he is also 15 and a boy and doesn't know how to express that clearly because he was never taught proper communication skills that's true we can't fault him for that piece of things no so I like how we're now just back to talking about the previous, much more interesting episode. <laughs> well, because I have questions about it still. Yeah. So, I'm allowed. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, funk. It was fine. They funked it up. I guess. Oh, fun fact. So, you know, in Give Up the Funk, where at the beginning, there's like the deep voice that's like, to the roof off the sucker. Uh-huh. You know that? Yeah. That was actually Chris Colfer in his lower register. Really? Yes. I was wondering why he was the only one on stage. It's because it was him singing. That blows my mind. (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't handle that information. (laughs) Um. He has quite a range. (laughs) That's my fun fact about funk. We got the funk. It just sounds like Kermit the Frog is singing it. Mm, Kermit. I mean, yeah, when you do a Kermit voice. We got the funk. Yeah, I have that funk. Mm. How many episodes of TH Clear are we going to do Kermit voices on? Um, Every single fucking one. Yes. 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 Okay. Um. <laughs> we got the bus. Okay, I gotta stop. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's just in my head now. I don't know that I have much else to say about this. Me neither. I just I think we're ready to get to the end. You know. Yeah. Like sorry, sorry to this man. Sorry to Funk. <laughs> sorry to this episode. Sorry to this episode. But um, you're not very funky in the grand scheme of things. You're like a bad cheese. Like a little stinky, little stinky cheese. That's the comparison that Rachel made. I know. It was a 
I have to pee. So. <laughs> so this episode is over. <laughs> so this episode is fucking done. Also, we are in a strict time limit today, and our time limit is not going to give us enough time to finish watching and record <laughs> the other one. So we'll do our best. We'll do our best. Do, 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 do you have anything do. you'd like to say? Uh, future us, take it away. Are we Thank ending? <laughs> the end. Thank you for listening to another episode of TH Glee. If you like this episode, you can give it a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at THGlee420. If you want to hear more of my voice, you can check out Pumping Up the Podcast, a Hannah Montana podcast, or follow me on Twitter at LovelyLacy. And if you want to hear more of my voice, you can listen to Ramsey's recaps and trailer trash, or follow me on Twitter at Style. And until next time, don't stop believing. Oh my god. <laughs>